Coming to you from the FlexFox Fantasy Federation's World Broadcasting Headquarters in Ottawa, this is the weekly show, Daily Edition. As always, I'm your host, Nick the Man Penner, and my esteemed guest on this episode of the pod is none other than the recent Vase champion, Aiden Smith-Edgel. Aiden, how's it going? It's great. Thanks for having me, Nick. Uh, thank you for being here. Obviously, very exciting to talk to you, uh, especially considering your recent win in the, the Vase tournament. I mean, you obviously must be pretty happy with that result, would you not say? Well, it's good to get a draft pick. Um, obviously, at the start of the season, the Vase was not exactly what I was hoping for, but um, it's better to win something than not to win at all. Uh, that's a good way of looking at it. It's not a bad consolation prize in the least. Uh I mean, do you feel that this is a, a good step for your team? This was obviously something of a building year for you, but do you think you're going to sort of continue in that Ian mold of taking a, a big step forward next season? Um, I'm definitely intending to uh, compete next year to the best of my abilities. Um, hopefully I can actually make the playoffs unlike Ian. So, um, yeah, I think the first round draft pick will be a big help towards that. Uh, there you go, taking a step even beyond what Ian was able to accomplish. Uh, now I got to ask uh, just one more question, which is that Ian used this podcast last year uh, as an opportunity to announce that he would be uh, taking no keepers with him into the draft and use that very f- real first overall selection in order to select Shohei Otani. Uh, are you going to make a similar proclamation here? Do you have your eyes set on someone or are you still uh, undecided on what I your still, plans are for that um, draft pick? undecided i would say i'm not even sure who i'm going to keep i am going to keep more than zero players i can tell you that much but um as far as uh what my pick will be um depends on who's available depends who i think the best player is and not everyone is locked in their keepers yet so i can't really tell you that for sure you know that's fair and uh, i feel like maybe there's not as much of a, a consensus a guy like Otani last year who's new to the league and, and therefore very valuable. But you know what? That's good. Weigh your options and, and yeah, figure out how to We're take advantage where, of this position. Okay, but in the meantime, we've got some other exciting matches going on this week. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about what happened yesterday and a little bit about what's happening right now. Uh, obviously, yesterday's episode, uh, considering when we taped it, there was only one game remaining in progress. It's basically served as a recap of yesterday already, but uh, we can sort of talk about these matchups quickly, starting with the Europa final between Garth M. and Ash. Uh, and basically uh, everything sort of stayed as it was at the time we recorded, uh, where it was Ash who was able to storm back and win the day, uh, getting 35 points to 7 points for Garth M. Garth M, negative 3.5 points for from his bats. That's very disappointing, whereas 33 points, on the other hand, for Ash, uh, a lot of which came from Javier Baez, who had himself a game, putting up 14.6 points, and Nolan Arenado staying hot with 6.4 uh, so obviously it's a, a case where Ash has sort of become the hot team in this matchup and, and used that to its advantage. Uh, uh, Aiden, did you see this coming? Ash did you think that Ash would have a, a real shot um, in this matchup? I was never really that hot on his team. But it doesn't really shock me either because I feel like a lot of the teams in Europa were really closely matched. So uh, it really was anyone's game to win. And um, Ash is as good a team to win it as any. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think it just really goes to show that sometimes it's all about having the hot hand in the playoffs that you can't always predict yeah, these sure. things I mean, exactly. Like, you got to uh, sort of roll with the, the punches right as it were. It's like Carson Kinnis is not um, putting up 126 points so far at this point in time on Friday night. Um, 
that's not a great total for Friday night. So it's got to be a little bit disappointing for him. Mm-hmm. Uh, jumping over to the third place matchup, uh, we've got Ryan and Flex going at it. Uh, and like we said on the last episode, it was Ryan's day, but in a sort of smaller overall point totals situation. Uh, Ryan put up 16.3 points compared to just 4.2 for Flex. Uh, that 4.2 for Flex came exclusively from his bats. A uh, couple of negatives in there, but he had uh, Xander Bogarts and uh, AJ Pollock put up positives. And then on Ryan's side, Again, almost all from the bats, uh, thanks to Salvador Perez and Chris Bryant. So uh, it's uh, an interesting situation, a, a real low-scoring Thursday. But uh, do you see this as a, a situation where these teams maybe uh, are are just sort of well, waiting the, it out uh, and trying to figure out the next year, move? I, I noticed neither of them have so even come close to all five matchup acquisitions. Maybe not managing their teams as closely as they would on a, any other week. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's tough. And uh, maybe they're just having quiet weeks at the same time. Like I see Flex has put up negative points for today, so that's never good for your total score. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll talk more about today in a minute, but it does seem like this is a, a bit of a holding pattern for both teams and, and certainly not their finest work. You would have thought that these guys had the potential to be over 200 points each by now, but that's uh, not happened to date. Uh, and then looking at the actual final, like we mentioned, Jeremiah went all in uh, yesterday on Thursday, blowing past the game limit uh, for starting pitchers with his four starts, uh, only one of which worked out in terms of Jason Vargas. The other three were a, a mixed bag of low or negative points. Uh, he also got some points from his bats, though, thanks to Manny Machado. Whereas on the other hand, for Kaminsky, uh, he got his good start in Clayton Kershaw, but uh, did have some bat points, uh, 7.3 for Mitch Hanniger and 5 points for Mike Trout. But overall, it was uh, Jeremiah who won the day 42.9 to 37.8 to grow his lead ever so slightly in the, the finals. Uh, I mean, this is an awkward well, situation, Aiden say, obviously I mean, being uh, going over your pitching limit on a Thursday, but do you feel like Jeremiah managed the situation well? Like ideal for you. So maybe he could have um, been trying to line up his starts a little bit better last week instead of just piling on. Um, that might have been a better strategy to pursue. But, I mean, if you're starting, you know, Brett Anderson and Jason Vargas, like, that's not what you want to be doing when you're in the finals trying to max out. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, definitely less than ideal to be starting those guys. And I think you do make a good point. It, Jeremiah had sort of refocused a little yeah, bit earlier, like, uh, thought about the there's final. There's so much you can do. Uh, he might have been able time, to get like, himself like into a betting, better pitching position. Uh, and that could be making a real difference for his team right now. Hmm. Uh, well, we got a uh, obviously a lot to talk about today, so we uh, should just flip over, I think, right ahead to that. Uh, jumping back to the Europa final, we still have Gartham and Ash, uh, and today Gartham has struck back yet again, uh, taking uh, a chunk out of Ash's lead, although not quite as large of a chunk as last time. He currently has twenty-one point seven points compared to twelve point nine for Ash. 
stars today for Garth M have included uh, JT Realmuto getting 5.2 points. Uh, he also got 3.6 from Ben Zobrist. Uh, over on Ash's side, he got 5.6 from his catcher, Gary Sanchez, and he did have two starts. Uh, Matthew Boyd put up 9.5 points over 5.1 innings uh, in Detroit in, uh, against Cleveland, and Kevin Gaussman looks like he's been stopped at 5.2 innings uh, in the game between Atlanta and Washington, so not going to get the, the quality start, although it's not been a great outing. Only one point for um, him. I mean, if you're Ash, you really need to be getting starts at the same these time, points. He has Should a he be concerned right now, now that he's not quite able to take advantage of this opportunity in terms of game started remaining? Yeah, I think uh, obviously Ash has to be a little bit disappointed that he wasn't able to get serious points out of those starts today. But uh, you're right. This is why you build a lead. You want to get that that advantage early so that you can be in a position like this. Uh, and hopefully this means that, uh, you know, even if Garth M strikes back a little yeah, more, sure. Ash still has this lead to coast on and He's certainly not seemingly in danger anymore. He, he currently has 82.1 uh, points really compared rough. to 127.7 for Garth M. So that's a that's a pretty healthy lead right there. That's yeah, tough. You think mm-hmm. the managers should uh, have a little sympathy mm-hmm. for the fans? Yeah, I so. said it once and I said it again. Someone should really do an analysis because it feels like there have just been like a ton of pitchers who have stopped at 5.2 innings this season. So that's uh, obviously heartbreaking for us fantasy guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, well, looking over at the third place matchup, uh, like you alluded to, it's been a good day for Ryan and a very bad day indeed for Flex. Uh, Ryan has 44.9 points today, a big point total for him. But Flex has negative 2.1. Uh, never want to put up negative numbers like that. Uh, so the overall score line is now Ryan 149.6 to 122.6 for Flex. Uh, notable performers on Flex's side, uh, Lou Trevino had four points in one of the few positive performances he has on the day. Uh, so that's obviously disappointing for him. For sure. And Ryan, though, had two very good start pitchers go uh, start and week, who so. might still be getting more um, points depending on the final outcomes yeah, of their games. Walker uh, Buehler put up 19 points over eight innings. Uh, Jose Barrios from Minnesota at 12 points over six innings. So these are two very good starts for him and, and really the reason well, he's ahead right now. If you look back on the matchup and Ryan does end up winning, you're going to have to look at today where Flex ends up with, I don't know, at this point, negative points. Maybe he comes back and manages to get a couple more, but um, I don't think he's going to be able to touch. Mm-hmm. Do you think today is a, a potential turning point for him? Right Do you think so, Ryan is going to be able to today sort of like see it up from here? Big differences in the matchups when it comes down to it. Yeah, I mean, obviously Flex hasn't gone over the game started limit yet. Uh, he's got a couple yeah, options for how to and get there. He might go one on so Saturday and then a couple but guys on Sunday. So it is possible that either, he does make a, a big comeback here and 
take the matchup yet, but I, I think this is obviously a big day for Ryan. Uh, it's nice to get sort of more comfortably into the driver's seat of a matchup, and uh, he did well to take advantage of some good pitching performances. Mm-hmm. No, no, you never, you never want to write off flex. He, uh, he's always got one more trick up his sleeve. It feels. Uh, but we can talk again about the actual finals matchup, the most important one. Uh, still got Kaminsky and the Illuminati taking on Jeremiah Johnson, who has gone 24 hours without changing his team name. So that's uh, perhaps a record for this week for him. Uh, but it has been also a very good day for Jeremiah, uh, 32.2 points compared to 27.1 for Kaminsky. So it looked like uh, it might be a situation where Jeremiah would gain a lead and then instantly give it back to Kaminsky, but that hasn't been the case. Uh, and now overall in the matchup, uh, it's 208.4 for Jeremiah compared to 188.8 for Kaminsky. So a nice 20-point lead there for Jeremiah. Uh, some big performance today for Mike Kaminsky include Ryan Zimmerman, uh, 6.6, Jeff McNeil, 5.5, Travis Shaw, 6.7, also good. Uh, but very disappointing. Max Scherzer, not a good start out of him, uh, giving up six earned runs. Ouch. Uh, currently sitting at one point, uh, fantasy-wise. On Jeremiah's side, obviously he's blown past Definitely. the uh, I mean, game Max Scherzer's start. So for a lot of this Mike has to come is, from his office, maybe not offense, and come from his right office. Away, it has. Reese Hoskins with a 10.5, uh, very good indeed. Uh, Acuna with a 12.8 point performance, and Adalberto Mondesi for getting all the things I, I said about him. He put up a nine point spot, so a lot of good performances today from Jeremiah, and that's really the reason he's got this advantage now. Well, I don't think anyone is really expecting Max Scherzer to have the kind of start that he had tonight. But at the same time, I do think that Mike has, you know, a lot of starts still to come. Not all of them mm. are going to uh, be high quality. So yesterday think, Cam but, said know, that uh, things uh, were looking pretty grim for Jeremiah, that he was living on borrowed time, essentially. And do you feel the same way, or does the, the results like, from you know, today or so far for, uh, change your mind? Do you think Jeremiah might have more of a shot than he's been given credit for? Then I still think it's going to be a competitive matchup. Definitely. Like, I think Mike has, what, four starters for Sunday? So that's going to be the difference maker right there, you got to think. Mm-hmm. I mean, I know originally that we had said that it might be a situation where Mike was able to put things away uh, before the Sunday, but oh, at this point I think it's and, pretty uh, clear that uh, yeah, it will all I'm come down to, to Sunday, and we'll just have to wait and see what happens. Exactly. Uh, well, I think we're going to have to call it here. Uh, Aiden, thank you so much for being a, a guest on this podcast. It's always great to hear your insight, and congratulations on the big Viz win. Yeah, well, uh, once again, from all of us here at FlexFox Broadcasting, all I've got to say is good night, good fantasy.